0: Welcome to another episode of the channel, the podcast. Here today I have my good buddy, my friend, my brother, fellow gearhead, Don Merrill.
1: Hey
0: everybody. So, we're just sitting here talking about what we normally do, cars, guns. But today, we're going to talk about the Camaro SS. Y'all heard about in uh, 2023 that must be uh, stopping production on the Camaro line, and um, that threw a lot of people in the loop, especially a lot of GM owners. I think GM quality has really went down as far as keeping up with like your Mustangs and and your Dodges as far as what they have to offer. What do you think about that, Don? <clears throat>
1: What they have to offer is not the problem. It's it's the price tag that they're putting on all this stuff. A lot of people don't have forty, fifty thousand dollars to go spend on a on a, basically a toy. You know, the people that they're selling them to are going to be older or people who don't have a whole lot of priorities, things that they got to take care of, and that's where they're losing mm-hmm. their
0: market. <clears throat> what do you think about the Hellcat, though? I mean, it's an iconic car. I mean,
1: it is, but I mean seventy thousand dollars for a That's car cool. that let's be honest is it really that usable
0: okay so man, what I'm getting at as far as the GM aspect of things I'm talking about as far as what the car has to offer is like you can get a scat pack 392 for roughly the same price at Camaro, at Camaro SS and you have a lot more options in that scat <laughs> pack as far as <coughs> No line locks or this this in general this options as far as what your RPM You know this things you can change or check your rpm settings and stuff and like for instance I went and looked at a 2013 ZL1 and I have a 2012 camera that says I didn't feel Like I was in something different Even though it has a supercharged LSA supercharger on their 650 horsepower roughly 5-3 at the wheel but my car is heads and cams on. I'm 490 at the wheel. <clears throat> and when I sat in the side, I felt like I was in my car. Now, look at Hellcat or Dodge Charger, even a Mustang. Even though my car has more horsepower, completely different type of platform, I felt like I was in something different, a little more nicer. So that's what I was getting at as far as that aspect of things.
1: GM hasn't really put a lot into their interiors, and, and like their seats, like Ford's got the heated and cooled seats, and I'm pretty sure Dodge's doing something like that now, too. And GM have it. Yeah. GM hasn't really gotten
0: into that. But I think with today's day and age, it's, it's kind of important. It's not like what it was back in the day, like, like your old, G- old Chevy trucks, they're cool.
1: The problem is is, is is Ford and Dodge are putting this stuff out, and it costs the same as buying the Chevy Camaro, right? You know, you are looking at the same price tag, but you are getting more amenities with Ford and the right. Dodge. Personally, I think they they probably sell more if they pull some of those amenities out and just sell
0: the race car. But well, it, that goes with anything as far as even their non sports cars. Look at the, look at a Dodge Ram and a Silverado and a Ford hundred and fifty In order you to the same kind of amenities of comparative. You got to drive a GMC to get that nicer feel. Dodge, you don't. It's, it kind of comes with it, even well, from the, a tradesman level or on up to the Bighorn, the, the Ramy, or Limited, even with the Fords, it's just a nicer looking vehicle. Now, you yes, people out there, some say, a truck's a truck. A truck's made it work. But now these days, now, you're, some of your trucks are more nicer than your cars.
1: Well, it's because the truck has changed. When the truck first came out, that's what it was. It was to work. But they added back seats to it. Now people use it as a daily commuter. They use it to haul their kids to school and stuff like that. So the truck's not just a truck for working anymore. It's also a truck for play. Look at the Ford Raptor or the... What's the one but from still, Dodge? Once
0: again, you got to pay thousand dollars for a truck to play with. Mm-hmm. Unless you do what? Have an older truck and you fix it up. But you're gonna be you still going to be...
1: price point yeah you'll be you'll hit a you'll hit a price point for sure but a lot of people buy used cars anyway to fix up because they don't want to deal with void warranties or things like that because you take a you buy a ford raptor and you do something to the motor you do something to the exhaust even you're voiding warranties all over the place
0: Well, like for instance, I was talking to, like I think I think I told you this, that 3.5 liter Ford EcoBoost, with that kit on there, the SPD kit that came with a downpipe, cold air intake, Borlax no Corsica exhaust, that thing sounded like a diesel.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, hell, my wife's car, the show. Yeah, that's faster than my Camaro right now, and it's a four door family car.
0: Exactly. So 3.5 you,
1: liter, twin-turbo, 350 horse, 350 torque,
0: all-wheel drive. Yeah. So do you feel like the direction of the car market is going higher? Or do you feel like it's going lower? Or are you not getting what you should be paying for in that aspect of things?
1: I have a hard time believing that you're getting what you're paying for. When you're paying $50,000 for a car, you're asking a lot from people. Exactly. You know, to get a backup camera, to get all this climate control and all this extra stuff. People, A lot of people out there don't care about that. Exactly. Like me and you. Like if they were to sell the Camaro without the all the extra crap, just the V8 motor, the transmission, goes fast. Well,
0: they have that. They got that newer. still
1: How much they want for it? They
0: got that newer Camaro LT that comes factory with the V8 LT1 in it for thirty two for roughly thirty thousand dollars basically it's a v six Camaro package with a v8 in it they tried to that's what that was their way of trying to compete with the Mustang because you can get a five on mustang practically nice thirty 30,000. dollars yeah that's that's what I like about Ford is is they still keep their prices pretty low. Exactly. That's exactly how I feel about that.
1: And, and the things that Ford's doing with this EcoBoost. Like, yeah, the V8s are nice, and I love the sound of a V8. Exactly. But when you can get V8 power out of a V6, and my you know, like my, my Taurus, it, I can get 25 miles a gallon out of that.
0: Exactly. I mean, that's just...
1: best I've gotten with my Camaro with the AFM actually working, 22, yeah.
0: 20. Well, you know, my Camaro has in cam, you know. <laughs> I
1: think I got 11. <laughs>
0: I was driving your car around the whole weekend. Yeah, it's, it's like I say, you, you got different type of people. You got people out there that are, are there for their horsepower, the sound. Like I always told you, I love that cam sound. I love that sound, the engine load, you know. Well, and you that's get- why
1: I bought a Camaro in the first place, because I was going to get a Mustang, but... I mean, how much does it cost to do that with the overhead cams and all that crap? It was just easier to get a pushrod eight.
0: Exactly. Um, so that's, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, I know we got off subject with a lot of stuff around this discussion, but this all in all, you got to put yourself in the mind frame. Are you going for amenities of comfort and luxury or bare-bones power? I think that's what GM has been doing for a long time. They they didn't really go off to try to baby everything up to where oh yeah, luxury this, luxury that. If you want a luxury this and that, get your GMC. Well,
1: they didn't because I mean you can see that with the Chevy SS when it was out for that short stint it was, they dropped the ball on that. Yeah.
0: Because it, and
1: it, it was a perfect car. Yeah, When you was. think about it, it wasn't too luxury, but it still had the V8, right. rear-wheel drive, four, four doors. But they were asking $50,000 because they had to ship them from Australia.
0: And the other thing about that, too, the Chevy SS, is, too, you had to compete with
1: the Charger. You had to compete with the Charger and the Ford
0: Taurus show, which now you don't have the show to deal with.
1: Right. They don't make the Taurus anymore.
0: And in the Charger, you, you look at a Chevy SS and a Charger... You more your get... people out there are, are more visually drawn to the vehicle because I'm gonna say right now the Charger looks a hell of a lot better than the Chevy SS does. That's just my opinion.
1: Yeah, and you're not wrong. Like there's there's more there's more character to a Charger than there is than there was the Chevy SS. Right.
0: So if anybody out there. Phil, you no. Know, what's their opinion on, you know, what the, how the car world is going as far as, you know, how different automakers are going, the route they're taking, it's, you know, just let us know, you No, know, you no, know, comment on it, on this discussion on that. Um, even when you're in, like, what about your, your imports now? I mean, you got, like, new Super that's out, it's basically just a BMW, you know, um, you have the Hyundai Genesis, which is a beast. It is of a beast is. of a vehicle.
1: I held there even. Um, you can pick up like the uh, Alfa Romeo Giulia, the Quadrifoglio, mm-hmm. 505 horsepower car, okay. eight speed automatic, and it is roughly about 60 grand.
0: Right.
1: And it's a fast car. We drove one a while back when we were looking at trading the show in. But it's Italian, and anybody that knows Italian cars knows that
0: they tend to break down a little bit in right. kind of price. Well, the second, the second BMW five series, BMW five series, that car is five hundred something horsepower stock. Yeah. But then again, too, it's a BMW, so we think you buy this import that's going to have higher maintenance. That's what any kind, of, you know, especially these like newer cars. Well, that's newer where it much. pays to know how to work on cars. Exactly.
1: Then you're not paying that hundred and
0: twenty dollar hourly rate. Well, you know, the era of your backyard mechanic is gone.
1: That's true. Not a lot of people
0: like to work on their own stuff now. A lot of kids don't like to get their hands dirty. Off. Well, because that's the way our society is. And we were going to go into another topic there. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 be, well, there's another topic right there for another episode about the way the the youth are today. I mean. It's so funny you look online you see pictures of these at least old pictures like in the thirties and forties where you got a bunch of kids jumping over each other with on a bike on a ramp and, I was one of those kids. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Or it'd be nothing to go out there and you'd be out there playing cops and robbers or cowboys and Indians. Got shot in the face with a BB. Yeah. Unit. And now you got kids out there that can't don't want to leave us leave their house. I mean I mean, like my grandfather, he always worked on his own vehicles. No, his old cutlasses or his bear layer or...
1: We were always poor growing up. You had to learn how to work on your own Exactly, stuff. exactly.
0: Yeah. So... Nature of the beast. Yeah, exactly. So, do I think that the the future of the car world is going for the better or for the worse? I'm kind of the middle. You know, everything's now the big thing and now it's the electric cars. electric like Teslas and, and all of that stuff.
1: That's coming.
0: It's coming. It's coming. It's,
1: there's no getting around it. Too right. many people are complaining and whining with with uh, Elon Musk doing what he's doing. It's it's inevitable. It's going to happen. You know? And you just got to take it in stride. Who's going to make the better car?
0: Well, I mean, mean, yeah, because Ford already, already released, let, released to the public. They've released that Mustang Mach-E. the electric fully electric. I've been looking at it. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad looking vehicle, you know? But... I don't like the idea of them putting the putting the Mustang on the on a crossover SUV because you just um Maggie just taking the name. It's like yeah, the Mike. Mustang is is a muscle car. Exactly. I mean, granted, it started out as a
1: secretary's car. If you listen to the old Carroll Shelby and whatnot, he didn't want it to be a muscle car, but it's a muscle car. It's been a muscle car for years, right. along with the Camaro. You can't turn that into an electric car. Bring another name into the mix. Well, it's like you know, this bring journey. back the it's Galaxy. Like... The Galaxy would be a great yeah. name for an electric car. This is like the Charger. Yeah. No, it's a Charger. It's always been a two-door car. It's oh. always been a two-door car until 2008 when they brought it back. Exactly. Was it 2008?
0: Print, like the GTO. Yeah. The GTO is just a souped-up Cavalier, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, Pretty much just what it looked like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Bad bad a car no bad a no was the LS two in there was that in there
1: uh, It had the LS one in the beginning yeah. and then in oh five I think they switched to the LS two yeah the so six liter
0: s- still I mean so I I seen some of these tests around they're mm. nice cars they're
1: well a test drove one yeah I mean they're unbelievably fast All right and, and, instant torque I mean, and just, from the things that I've read you know it doesn't really it doesn't really it may it makes sense for it to be a commuter car in your city because right. 250 mile range if you think about it most people drive around to grocery stores and do their errands and stuff I mean we spend $200 a month in gas just oh, gas exactly. driving around you can cut that out with a 70 like it raises your electric bill like 70 bucks a month give or take you know depending on
0: oh. how, who you
1: have hook it up I
0: guess well, you no, know, my Dodge you drove my Dodge before I'm spending about 20 bucks every day and a half or 20 drive back and forth from Terre Haute to Paris to work yeah the Camaro, probably less than that, maybe close to that.
1: I think I put $30 a week in Hannah's car for her to drive to Southside Tarot.
0: Yeah, so yes, I do see the benefits of having an electric vehicle, especially if you do a lot of commuting back and forth. Like for someone like me, that would work out perfectly. You know, I mean,
1: you could drive to Indianapolis from here, right? There's plugging ports at the mall, At the, everywhere, there's plugging ports at
0: Walmart. You could plug in your car while you're there and exactly. charge up. And come so back. do I think that would be a great option for... Yes. Yes, I do.
1: But I think they still need to keep some V8s around. Exactly. Because we're not done with that. No. We're not dead yet.
0: So, I mean, you still got... People that have an old school mentality of big V8s, you know. Like I tell somebody I work, somebody, somebody I work with, you know, I'm old school. I'm like my buddy. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm old school. I love guns, hot rods, and alcohol and women, you know what i <laughs> <laughs> you know how this that's still but but once again, though. No. Like, that's just my my view, my opinion. I just think everyone has their own opinion on what the way the car road is and and that what that means. It's
1: made. also a very opinionated time it, in the in America. <laughs> this exactly,
0: exactly. Very opinionated everybody's time. got an opinion and they all Everything. wanna let it out. <laughs> so um once again, I going to say thank you to Don for joining in on this podcast. He's going to be on these podcasts, many, many more of them, I'm many different topics, very different topics, and try doing what, once a week? Oh, we can do it once a week, twice a
1: week, it's Yeah, do, whenever we have time for.
0: Yeah, so we know when you're a normal person, normal American, when you work. And then Don has a family. 50 with, hours a week. Yeah. Do I do the Army 50, thing 60, a month. Yeah. He's you an know, Army man. So thank you, Don, for your service to mm-hmm. our country. Um, but until the next time, thank you for joining in on this podcast. Episode number three. Once again, you can find me on Facebook. I'm doing Dunn or Tara Jersey on Instagram, Tekken5 on Twitter, Tekken56. Thank you. Have a good night.